Hey folks, this is Rico, and welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, the weekly podcast of geeky goodness. Today is January, frozen January 26th, 2014. This will be podcast 473. And this week we're going to be looking at a, uh, a very big subject. I really, frankly, at this stage, don't even know how I'm going to get it all in, but we'll do our best, as we always do, or I will do my best this time, just me. Uh, I'm going to look at the uh, DC animated universe of uh, films that they've put out for for quite a while, I don't know, 20 years or something like that, Uh, starting with the uh, one that was actually released in theaters, and uh, just, uh, I think there's about 20 of them, approximately 18 or 20 now. A couple more coming out uh, in the near future, and uh, we're going to try to run down the list. I'll talk to you a little bit about one of my favorite, or my favorites of them, give you kind of a little bit of a rundown of each one, and uh, you know, you may have missed some of these, and I, I wanted to point this out because, you know, DC and Marvel, of course, are doing a lot of films, uh, live action films in the last few years, especially Marvel and DC's trying to crank up their uh, their group, too, to do that or the, the DC uh, universe of comics and characters, Batman, Superman, and but the, these animated movies are really terrific, a lot of them. They're, they're really well done. Uh, a lot of them come direct from comic stories, so that they're really rich and deep, and, uh, and, and truthfully and frankly, I, I feel sometimes surpass the live-action films in terms of character story and so forth. So we're going to look at those today. Uh, and uh, we've got a few other things to talk about. I'm going to try to slip in a Vartok music segment again. Also, uh, I wanted to thank Mark for stepping in, doing another cool classic movie, Destination Moon, last week. Thanks so much for that, Mark. I know you were uh, a little under the weather. I think just about everybody is in the world right now to some degree. I feel a little, uh, I, I get sometimes at this time of the year, I feel fine. I just feel a little nasally. The The weather here has just been totally crap. It's the only way to put it. Uh, we're getting more snow today. Had it yesterday. It's freezing weather. Uh, it's it's just ridiculous. I, I am so ready. I was ready for spring a month ago. I am even more now uh, ready for it. But uh, to get us started on today's show, to get us in the mood, I am going to play the, oh, one of um, the uh, opening credit themes to the Justice League TV show, the animated series that they did, which was also fantastic. Uh, if you haven't seen that ever, and I did a uh, podcast about that not too long back, you can search the archives for that. But I'll play that opening music uh, that I enjoy from the opening of that show from the early seasons of the Justice League animated show. And then we'll come back, do a little bit of news real quick, uh, and then get into this whole subject of DC animated movies.
All right, let's get this show really started. It's, um, you know, always uh, get energized from hearing that music, and Justice League Cartoon Show was great. Like I said, I podcasted about that not that long ago, so look for that in the archives. But today, the DC animated movies, and uh, we'll be getting to that in a few minutes, not very long, because i got a lot to cover there, but uh, a little bit about news and, and things that are going on in the, in the world of geekdom. Not a huge amount of Trek news going on. Uh, I read a little blurb the other day that Chris Pine, who played Kirk in the last couple of Trek movies, wants Kirk to go dark in the next movie. I don't know what that exactly means. He made some comment about, well, since he's got... uh, Here's a spoiler for the last film, if you haven't seen it yet. Since he's got some of Khan's blood in him now that, uh, you know, would somehow maybe make him go a little evil or crazy or, you know, superhuman. Who who knows? Uh, Yeah, I, I don't really think that that... I don't think that they should connect somehow that to um, that stuff to the last movie. I, I think that it might be fun to see like a mirror universe type story uh, or something. But I, I really kind of want him. I think everyone, all the Trek fans, even non-fans maybe, although maybe they don't know as much about uh, past Trek, but I think everybody's really clamoring and hoping for something very original original story, original uh, villain, if there is a villain type of character, which I'm sure there probably will be. Seems to be the only way to do these movies is is with a villain. You know, it can't be like save a planet from, you know, dis- destruction or, or whatever, something kind of altruistic. It's just, you know, there's got to be a bad guy, right? Anyway, uh, that uh, we'll see what happens. There, there's no real discussions about when it's going to happen. The, the common thought is it won't be until 2016, since that'll be the uh, 50th anniversary of Trek, uh, since it started in 1966. So we'll see. Keep everyone posted, of course. Uh, we do have some new Trek uh, films from the fans that, uh, well, the Katumba, I think I've mentioned that, uh, is out from the Phase 2 people. Uh, that is a cool movie. Check that out. And also, there's a couple of new ones coming up. In February, one from both Phase 2 and the Star Trek Continues uh, group, both are going to be releasing a new fan film in February. So that's, you know, just in a couple of weeks, which is great. I think one of them is coming out around the middle of the month, around Valentine's Day. And I'm not sure of the other. I think the other one they're releasing in conjunction with a a convention in February. So that should be fun to see. Uh, Not exactly related to... uh, geeky stuff but i did see that new jack ryan shadow recruit movie last weekend since i didn't podcast i thought it was a pretty good movie i don't think it's anything groundbreaking or or super awesome or or whatever but i think they did a great job uh, on on making you know a a first chris pine jack ryan uh, you know kind of early days of him playing that character Uh, we'll see i don't know how well it's going to be doing at the box office Early January is a bit of a tough time, or, or January in general, I think, in the early part of the year is a tough time for movies to make a lot of money, especially with the way the weather has been. My goodness, uh, I, I definitely think that's keeping people uh, away from the theaters. I was actually going to go see that I, Frankenstein movie, which hasn't really gotten great reviews, even though I don't pay a lot of attention to that, but I, would, I did want to see it. I like that kind of stuff. I was maybe going to go this weekend, but the weather's been so bad here, I just haven't felt like really going out and doing it. And I don't get too bothered by that. I mean, I'll go out in crappy weather, uh, but the, I'm just, I just kind of think I've had my fill of it. <laughs> I just, ugh. Anyway, um, 
so that uh, that was out uh, on the TV front. Uh, I'm still a little mixed on this Helix Ron Moore show on the Sci-Fi Channel. I have last Friday's couple days ago's episode on my TiVo still sitting there waiting, calling to me like, hey, do you want to watch this? I'm just not finding it all that compelling or interesting. It's it's kind of stuff we've seen before. It seems to be moving in a, in a way slowly. I, I mean, there's just so much that has happened in the show. It just seems like we've, you know, it's predictable. And, and I, the more I talk about it out loud here, the more I'm, I'm down on it. I think there, there's only one really thing that's keeping me watching this show is that Jerry Ryan, of course, uh, who played Seven of Nine on Voyager is supposed to be on this show. I'm not sure if she's going to become a regular or if she's just on for a few episodes. Uh, but I think this is this is episode four, and I don't know if she's in this one or not. I don't think so, but uh, I didn't see her in the previews. So I, I may watch it. I usually wait about three or four episodes and then make a decision. So maybe I'll give this last episode that I've got on my TiVo here uh, the last try. And, and uh, you know, the thing about TV shows, too, is, is if you really if you decide not to watch them, they're going to be on Netflix, they're going to be on Hulu, they're going to be on other places, of course, DVD, Blu-rays eventually. So it's not like you can never see the show. And I do try to support pretty much all the uh, sci-fi and fantasy that I can handle that I think is 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 good. I don't just watch it. Like there's this, that new Bitten Werewolf series that I just haven't, I just don't have the time to watch another show like that right now. I'm watching Being Human. It's already got a werewolf in it. So uh, I just kind of decided not to start that one. But, um, yeah, uh, Lost Girl is back. I think we're on season four. That's, that show is just a lot of fun. There's not really anything else like it on the air, which it, which is what I, one of the things that, that I like about it, and one of the things against Helix to me is, is just, I, it's stuff I think I've seen before in Helix where Lost Girl is just fun and, and, and exciting and, and, and just, just, just a cool show, kind of like in a, more of an adult Buffy I've always thought of it as. Uh, but uh, that is on the Sci-Fi Channel. Being Human is back. Warehouse 13 will be back soon. Uh, there's a couple of other Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-I TV series coming in the next few months. The Defiance will be back, I think, in June for the next season. So there, there's plenty to see. Of course, we've got the network shows, Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which looks like they're trying to amp things up a little bit. Uh, Arrow, uh, of course, is fantastic. Big Bang Theory. Grimm. Uh, the the two Once Upon a Time shows that seem to be on a bit of a hiatus right now. They're they're not going to be back until March, I think. Uh, the Wonderland one is is okay, and I've been watching that. And, and the other one that's been on for a few seasons now is that's on Sundays. I, I'm a little surprised that they're gone as long as they are. That they're they're you know they they ended kind of in December and they're not going to be back till March. I think both of them, which is a little strange. Um, but uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Almost Human, I'm really enjoying. Intelligence, I'm enjoying. Uh, just, just a lot of, a lot of cool TV to watch these days. So, I think that's going to wrap up my uh, intro here. I don't want to talk about anything like that too much more because we got a lot to, to cover. I'm going to slip in Vartok's music segment here, and then I will come back and we'll try to jump into this big topic of DC animated movies. This is Vartok again. 
was another Trek in sci-fi music moment. One soundtrack and a few words. For today's moment, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite tracks from the 1990s sci-fi classic film, Total Recall, titled A New Life. No, not the 2012 remake with Colin Farrell and Kate Beckinsale, but in my opinion, the much better original motion picture was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sharon Stone, Ronnie Cox, Michael Ironsides, and Mark Alamo, and directed by Paul Verhoeven. The music to Total Recall was composed and conducted by the incomparable Jerry Goldsmith, and it is considered to be one of his best scores. If you are a fan of Jerry Goldsmith, like I am, then check out my two-hour guest Trek and Sci-Fi podcast, number 419. It is the year 2084, and Douglas Quaid, played by Arnold, is an earthbound construction worker who is having troubling dreams about Mars and a mysterious woman there. His wife, Lori, played by Sharon Stone, dismisses these dreams and discourages him from even thinking about Mars, where the governor Velos Cohagen is fighting rebels while searching for a rumored alien artifact located in the mines. At Recall, a company that provides vacation memory implants, Quaid opts for a memory trip to Mars as a secret agent, and the action takes off. Now, the film debuted as number one at the box office, grossing over $261 million worldwide, making it a box office success. It is currently ranked number 79 out of the top 100 best sci-fi movies at Rotten Tomatoes, and Roger Ebert awarded it three and one-half out of four stars. Other critics just called it solid and entertaining. Me? I really enjoyed it. Did you know there are two versions of the soundtrack out there? The original soundtrack was released by Varese Sarabande in 1990 with only 10 tracks totaling 40 minutes, whereas a deluxe version of the soundtrack was released in 2000 with 27 tracks totaling 74 minutes providing a much greater appreciation for Jerry's music. In this track called A New Life, which is heard near the end of the film, Jerry Goldsmith provides a rich orchestral sound with a hopeful emotional tone as the heroes complete their adventure, followed by a delayed, triumphant exclamation point. See if you don't feel good listening to this track.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that music and sci-fi music moment. And now back to you, Rico. Well, thank you, Vartok. Thanks so much for uh, your uh, next and latest cool music segment. Uh, Yeah, I always enjoy those. So much cool music and TV, movies. It's just... I I keep thinking about buying these uh, expanded two CD... I think they're two. Some of them are three, I think. CD sets from the the Star Trek movies that, that they've been doing... I think the last one that came out was Nemesis, I think. But anyway, they've been doing these uh, expanded, pretty much covers all the music in the movies uh, of the Star Trek films, uh, these expanded soundtracks. And uh, i got to get going on that and, and pick some of those up also. Um, just a lot of cool new collectibles out uh, on a side subject, I guess, since I don't talk about collectibles uh, that much on the show these days. Uh, the um, Sideshow Toys has got a lot of cool new things coming uh, that are out uh, now and coming out soon. Uh, they've got this Batman statue that I'm really tempted by. It's like a one-quarter scale. It's super awesome. Huge piece. Uh, if you're a Batman fan at all, which I guess is sort of related to today's podcast, uh, check that out over at Sideshow Toys. I think it's Sideshow Toy or Toys.com. I forget which one, but you can search for it. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go, folks. So the, the DC uh, animated a universe of movies. For those non-comic fans that are listening to the podcast, I'll give you a, a, a brief uh, rundown. You know, obviously, maybe it's not obvious if you're not a comic book fan. Maybe you know it now because there's movies. But the comic book world, just like politics, is divided into two camps. <laughs> There are the Marvel comics. I should I should preface or, or, or correct that a little bit. There are quite a few independent comics these days, uh, quite a few, and some of them very very popular, like Image Comics, which does The Walking Dead and a lot of other cool books. Uh, you have Zenscope that does all the grim fairy tale stuff, and 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 a lot of other independents. But they're the two big heavy hitters. Are are Marvel and DC? Now Marvel, of course, everyone knows from the recent movies, Iron Man. The Hulk, Thor, the Avengers, of course, uh, Captain America, all those guys, the Spider-Man, uh, the X-Men, all those are Marvels. Uh, Marvels uh, characters. Uh, the movies have been split a little bit, but we won't talk too much about the live action in in this today's podcast. Uh, but DC is is are these kind of in a way more iconic heroes. Uh, that are that are really huge and, and maybe in some cases, except for some of the, I think some of the Marvel characters are becoming pretty well known worldwide. But Iron Man, I don't think, for example, was all that well known until the movies got you know hit it out of the park. Uh, it, you know, I think there are quite a few people probably that knew about him, uh, even semi comic fans. But uh, the characters in the DC universe are, are pretty huge, especially the the, the three biggies. I think of always. Are, are Batman, of course, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, I think from from the DC side of it, uh, those, those are pretty heavy hitters. And then you've got other ones like Green Lantern. You've got the Flash, Green Arrow, of course. Uh, just you know, there's a there's a ton you know in the Justice League that show up over time. But uh, they're they're just you know you've got Cyborg and and just. Just lots and and secondary ones that that go with the different characters like Robin from Batman and and Nightwing and and so forth. So 
DC, and, and Marvel's done a little bit of this too, but not, not anything like DC has done. I think because their live action stuff uh, has kind of not really hit like Marvel did. And, and certainly back in the day when these were started, they they weren't uh, at all thinking about it and and CG and for movies has become so good now that I think they're much more capable and able to do live action. But uh, back when this really got going, uh, animation uh, for a for a film like a, a superhero movie or a comic book movie was much easier to contemplate and do. So I'm going to run down a little bit of the list here that I'm looking at on Wikipedia for these movies, and then we're going to look at them a little bit individually, play some of the trailers from them and so forth and so on. It, it really kind of began back in the the DC uh, era of films began in around the uh, early 90s. And this was a direct relation to what had gone on in, in the popular uh, animated series, Batman the Animated Series. That set the stage, I think, really for a lot of these DC animated films. Uh, other TV series that they did, like the Superman animated series, the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, all of that uh, sprang really from Batman the Animated Series. That that uh, that series was is is well loved, highly acclaimed, and and, it, and is just a great, uh, just a a really great showcase for for the character. They did a lot of cool stuff there. But uh, in 1993, and I remember this because I went to see it. It, it was actually a, most of the ones we're going to talk about today were never released in the, at the movie theater. They were direct-to-video, direct-to-DVD slash Blu-ray. But this first one, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, was uh, a theatrical-released movie. And I actually remember this one pretty distinctly for a couple of reasons. One, uh, my older son, Stephen... Uh, was uh, somebody who uh, he enjoyed the uh, the animated Batman series quite a bit, and even though he was pretty young at the time, uh, I took him to see this movie, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, which is a pretty intense movie, truthfully, and and maybe in a way more intense than than some of even the other animated films that have come out since then. Uh, but um, so that kind of set the 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 ball in motion, I guess. That set the the thing, the players, and everything like that. Uh, that was in 93. Uh, we had a five-year gap, actually, and then they came out with Batman and Mr. Freeze, uh, colon, Sub-Zero. That is related also to the Batman animated series. Uh, very similar voices and things like that in that. Uh, then you had in 2000, and I'm like I said, I'm going to run down this list pretty quickly, and then we'll look at we'll go back and look at some a little bit more individually. I thought that might be the better way to do it. Uh in 2000, we had Batman Beyond, A Return of the Joker. And this is related to the follow-up series from uh, the Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, which was a new Batman set in the future a little bit. And Batman, uh, the Bruce Wayne character, is still around, but he's an old man at this stage. And there's a new Batman on the block. And uh, Terry, gosh, what was his last name? Why can't I think of it? Anyway, Terry, Terry. Now I don't want to say Terry O'Quinn. That's the guy in Lost, right? Uh, I'll I'll look it up when when we're playing some clips here. But uh, he uh, he played Batman and a uh, younger Batman, and this this focused on him. And it was a really cool. That's a cool movie. I like that one a lot. And in two thousand and three, we had one called Batman: Mystery of the Batwoman. This is uh, based off of and related to the new Batman Adventures, uh, the uh, the animated series of that. In 2005, we had something called The Batman versus Dracula. 
And this movie or animated film was related to the the Batman TV series, which I really like that series a lot. Uh, it's got mixed uh, fans. I think fans that like it, fans that like some of it. Uh, but I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, then in 2006, and, and to just give you a feel for that right now, the Batman uh, Anna that animated series was more of the younger days of Batman. Not not uh, you know he's not quite a seasoned uh, character. He's just starting out uh, in that series. In 2006, you, we had a our first Superman animated film. This is called uh, Superman Brainiac Attacks. And this is uh, connected to and related to because a lot of the voices and 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 it's it's a sort of a I call it a spin-off I guess you could say but this is uh, related to Superman the animated series. And then in 2007 we had a couple a uh, couple of them, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo related to the Teen Titans TV series, which frankly I never really got. I watched a, a good portion of it, but I didn't get into it nearly as much as the other animated uh, series from you know Batman, Superman, and so forth. And then a, a real biggie uh, that came out in 2007 is Superman colon Doomsday. And this is based on the very big storyline of the death of Superman, uh, which if uh, even non-comic fans may know this this cover cover of that issue of Superman, was you have Lois kind of cradling and holding a Superman, a bloodied Superman, which after Doomsday has, uh, well, it's not a surprise, it's called the death of Superman, he dies. <laughs> so uh, there you go, but uh, spoiler. And anyway, of course he comes back, yeah. I mean, nobody in comics ever stays dead for too long, right? So, in in 2008, uh, we had a couple of them, a pair of films. Uh, we had Justice League: The New Frontier, which is a really cool one. I like that one a lot. And we had Batman: Gotham Knight. That was a real unusual one, and I like that one too. It is actually a collection of six different little short films in different animation style, different little individual stories. And I like that kind of uh, stuff, you know, anthologies and things. I wish we got more of it, actually. I, it was really fun, and I liked that quite a bit. Uh, that was one, I think, that divided some fans a little bit, too, uh, as far as who liked it and who didn't. But uh, there's some definitely good, good parts to that, to Batman Gotham Knight, I think. All right, in 2009, we got Wonder Woman, uh, an animated Wonder Woman film, which is a little, little bit different in a, in a way. It's a very much of a kind of an origin story, if I'm remembering it right off the top of my head correctly. Uh, but uh, that was in 2009. And, uh, and I hope this list is complete. I, I'm trusting, you know, Wikipedia here a little bit. Because I don't have the memory to, to, to know which of these comes out when. And I, I have a couple of lists to cross-reference. So I'm going to look at the other one here as we're going through them individually. Make sure things haven't been missed or added or whatever. Uh, 2009 also, besides Wonder Woman, we got Tales of the Black Freighter. Which I have not seen that yet. That is uh, uh, related to the Watchmen film. Remember, the Watchmen is, is a DC property. So uh, that uh, that movie is related to that. Then we had our first Green Lantern movie, Green Lantern First Flight, uh, which is which is pretty cool. I like the Green Lantern stuff. I, I, Green Lantern's uh, a character that I've always kind of had a little bit of a fondness for. I wish we'd get a better live-action movie uh, than the one we had, although I, there are parts of that movie that I was okay with. I don't quite think Ryan Reynolds was the, was the right actor-character uh, for Green Lantern. 
Hal Jordan is a little bit more of a serious character than I think the Hal Jordan was portrayed in, in the live action movie, but that's a, a side topic. Uh, but um, next up in 2009, we had a Superman-Batman combination movie, uh, which we're going to get live action here, what, in, in 2016 now, they announced? Uh, Superman-Batman Superman, Public Enemies. And this is based on a storyline by Jeff Loeb uh, that was run in the comics, also called Public Enemies. And that's a good one, too. Uh, I like that. I, you know, most of these are pretty darn good, in my opinion. Uh, there's definitely ones that are bigger and better than others. and uh, But uh, I enjoy pretty much all of them that, I, that I've seen. And I actually watched one last night for the first time that I'll talk about here in a little bit that was pretty cool. All right. In 2010, we had Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. That's, that's a uh, very cool uh, one. It was actually adapted from an unused movie plot uh, meant to bridge. They were going to bridge the uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Uh, it's also loosely based on the JLL Earth 2 series by uh, Grant Morrison. So that uh, that's, a, that's a real interesting one, and I like that one too. Uh, I'll probably just should just have that on a loop here to say I like, I like that one too. Yes, Rico likes them all. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. I want to I have them all. All right, and then in uh, also in 2010, Batman Under the Red Hood. This is a really cool story. I liked it in the comics, and I liked it as an animated movie. This is also based on uh, what was run in the comics, the Under the Red Hood storyline by Judge Winnick. Uh, j- sorry, not Judge, Judd. Excuse me, Judd. Uh, and then also the la- other one that we got in 2010 was a uh, Superman Batman Apocalypse which is kind of a direct sequel to the Superman Batman Public Enemies release. And that is uh, also includes Super Super <laughs> Supergirl is in that as well. And it's based on a, a story also by Jeff Loeb. Uh, then in 2011, we had, uh, this is a very cool one. Grant Morrison did this series of comics called All-Star Superman. And they did a full, uh, Gosh, what is the matter with me? I need need some more tea. I'll have a drink while I'm talking. All-Star Superman was an animated movie that they brought out in 2011 based on what Grant Morrison did in the comic. And there, I'm taking my uh, tea drink. Uh, What am I having today? What am I having? What's Rico drinking? I don't do that as much anymore. Snapple peach tea made with green and black tea leaves. All right, then. Uh, So there's your sponsor for today. That anyway, all right, let's move on. All Star Superman, very cool. I like it. It's a very different animation style, it's a very different kind of story, uh, but I like different. Different's good, in my opinion. All right, then we had another Green Lantern uh, film. This is more really related to um, uh, the Green Lantern Corps, and that uh, it's, it, it's actually an anthology, too. It's got a collection of shorts. Uh, this is called Green Lantern Emerald Knights. And it was uh, released really to coincide with uh, the Green Lantern live-action movie. All right, and then we had a, a, a very cool one called Batman Year One. And they've been doing this recently in DC Comics again, uh, going back to the early days of Batman is exactly what it sounds like. And this is based on a storyline by Frank Miller. That came out in 2011. All right, we're getting closer to the end of the list, at least, and then we're going to go back in time, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to just pick out what I feel are some of the, the highlights from some of these, play some clips, and that, 
in 2012, we had Justice League Doom, which is which is very good, uh, cool story, uh, and that is a lot of a lot of fighting in that one, uh, just like actually the one I watched last night. This is based on uh, the JLL JALA Tower of Babel uh, story by Mark Wade. 2012 also saw what I think is a really really good story and, and a good animated one called Superman versus the Elite, uh, and this is also um, it's sort of they're thinking it's based on uh, something uh, by Joe Kelly that's called What's So Funny About Truth, Justice, and the American Way storyline. And then uh, what I feel is we, we got to the pinnacle here of, of what they've done for DC animated movies, just because it's, I think, one of the biggest reasons it's such a great story and a great storyline. But we have The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. This is based on The Dark Knight Returns classic, classic comic by Frank Miller. Uh, really a fantastic piece of work, both in the comic form, and I think they did a great job with the animated film. Uh, they split it in two parts. It's a, it's a big, big story and definitely worth watching. I noticed on uh, Amazon, I kind of uh, saw that they finally uh, did it. It's, you can buy that as, a, as a, a complete set now, which is nice. Of course, after the fact, but uh, or after they've released them individually. And then in also, um, well, that one was split between 2012 and 2013. 2013 also saw Superman Unbound. This is another Superman Brainiac-type tale by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. And another one that uh, came out was uh, Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. This is based on the Flashpoint storyline, of course, involving The Flash uh, by Jeff Johnson and Andy Kubert. I really like that. I, I know some people didn't seem to care for it from what I heard on some other podcasts and things, but I, I liked it a lot. Uh, there is um, something here listed that I don't know that much about. That, that's I don't think it's out yet, maybe. Uh, or if it is, I missed it, between 2013 or early 2014, uh, they have JLA Adventures Trapped in Time. I think that might be sort of a follow-up to the Flashpoint Paradox movie, but don't know much about that one yet. Maybe I'll get to that later towards the end of the podcast. I'll pull up more info on it. And coming, or actually one is out right now and streaming and, uh, uh, you know, just click to buy it and rent it or whatever. Uh, video streams that I watched last night, uh, Justice League War. This is based on the New 52, which is sort of a story of the early days of the Justice League forming as a team, and they fight basically Darkseid in this, and it's, it's, it's almost one huge battle, but they get a little few little bits of the characters, the character moments to start us off. I really thought it was great. A lot of different voices used in that one, and, and the anima- animation style is a little different than they've done before, but I, I liked it a lot. And probably uh, talk more about that later on because I just watched it and it's fresh in my mind. I watched it last night. But that's good. And a couple other ones coming out this year. We have Son of Batman, which is based on the storyline from the comics where Batman Bruce Wayne has a son, Damien, uh, who, spoiler alert, in the comics recently died uh, maybe six months ago they killed them off or whatever although that of course won't last you know like i said they never no one ever stays permanently dead in comics just doesn't happen although i guess there have been a few cases of that and then there's another one coming later this year called batman assault on arkham which i'm I'm assuming maybe has some tie-ins to the successful game series to some degree although arkham asylum 
is is you know a great uh, setting for for pretty much any Batman story, comic, movie, whatever. So that's a very brief rundown uh, for the DC animated films. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna try to look and find a little bit of a montage of some clips from a lot of these, and then I'll come back and we'll go through them. Uh, not every one individually, but I'll, I'll play some highlights of of these various DC animated movies. So here's some clips from. Um, the DC Universe of Animated Films. Apologies in advance for the graphic nature of what you're about to see. Goodbye, Superman. Hello, Power. They have to be stopped. They are so strong. I think they can beat you. Tomorrow, it's done. Superman is so beat. Where do they come from? Where do they go? What do they want? It ends today without a single loss of life. Are you the Superman that the 21st century needs? This is an act of war. Stand down and be judged for your crimes. It's all over now. Superman, say your goodbyes. Congratulations, children. Your leaders are all dead. Wait for it, kids. It's a fair fight, yes? You each have a personal vendetta against the Justice League. Their deaths would serve my goals. We've all tried and failed to kill members of the League on multiple occasions. Everybody take what you can and get out. It's the Justice League. Say goodnight, Ace. Savage has foolproof plans for how we can destroy them. Kryptonite bullet. I will pay you $100 million after you destroy the Justice League. Take them down. Before I broke the bat, today I break the man. Welcome to the Legion of Doom. All right, those were actually just a couple of trailers to a couple of the uh, animated DC films uh, that I played for you there, the last one being uh, Doom. So uh, let's get into this a little bit more in, in depth right now. Uh, the first movie, like I mentioned a little while back on the show, uh, that came out in theaters that started this uh, as a direct result of the hit to Batman animated series is uh, this one called Batman uh, Mask of the Phantasm. This came out actually on Christmas Day in 1993. Had a running time of only 76 minutes, but featured all the talent, all the people behind the scenes on on the Batman animated series uh, that we had come to love when we were watching that. The you know Kevin Conroy as Batman, Dana Delaney, uh, you know was there. Hart to Bachner, Stacy Key, Jabe Vigoda, Mark Hamill as the Joker, Fred Zimbalist Jr. as Alfred. Uh, it just uh, 
just a fantastic uh, group of characters, casts, voices, talent. Uh, this is a great movie, and a lot, uh, probably one that maybe a lot of people listening, or some of you at least, have never seen because of it was the first. It was released in theaters, and it's 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 not in this sort of modern era where they're cranking them out a couple of every year, two or three each year. And the story uh, involves the Joker. It involves this this character called the Phantasm. I'm not going to really run down too in depth of what most of these stories are about. I don't want to spoil things. I think it's very much uh, a movie you should see. I'd, I'd put this one as one of the cool ones. And and the neat thing about this one is it's 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 like an amped up uh, episode of the animated series. If so, if you like that, uh, you should definitely check this out. But I am going to play here. A clip. This is actually a collection of some clips I found on YouTube related to this movie. This, uh, there are some, uh, you'll get a feel for the era it was released in. There were some commercials and tie ins to products and things like that. So, anyway, listen to this stuff uh, about the, the Batman Mask of the Fan at Tasm. These are like TV spots that were airing at the time of its release. America's most exciting movie hero battles his newest arch enemy, the Phantasm, in an all-new full-length feature film, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, rated PG, starts December 25th, only in theaters. Now, are you ready for the biggest, most exciting, action-packed animated movie ever on the big screen? Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. The Dark Knight fights his most awesome villain, the Phantasm, plus faces every danger the crime-ridden streets of Gotham City can offer up. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, rated PG, starts December 25th only in theaters. Batman, Joker's turned up at the Gotham McDonald's. On my way. Robin, meet me at the Gotham City McDonald's. Right, Catwoman's been sighted there. They're ours now. Just imagine Batman's surprise when he finds out everyone's talking about the Batman Happy Meal toys at McDonald's. One of eight exciting action toys or vehicles with each $1.99 Happy Meal you buy your kids. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. Why have they been in there so long? They're probably just toying with us, Robin. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can remember very well, uh, you know, when my sons were younger... Uh, at this time, it was basically just uh, Steven, although Eric was 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 pretty young. He was like two or something. Anyway, we would go to McDonald's and get those toys from the from the movie. There was this little Joker car and a Batmobile, I think, little Poison Ivy uh, uh, toy as well. Although I don't think, if I remember right, I don't think she was in that movie, if I remember uh, correctly. It's been a while since I've seen it, but. Uh, yeah, it uh, <laughs> brings back some memories seeing that. Uh, so Mask of the Phantasm, yeah, definitely worth watching. And a, a really solid movie and a good story. So let's go on to another. I think we'll move ahead to uh, the Batman Beyond, the Return of the Joker movie. Because this one is probably, uh, has a lot of controversy, is, is a very intense film. And it, it received a PG-13 rating, actually, for violence. And there are some other things going on. Uh, it was released, uh, home video, on December 12th, 2000. Had a running time, well, an uncut running time of 76 minutes and edited running time of 73 minutes. And this basically tells the tale of the Joker in the future. Uh, we have... Um, 
This is, of course, Terry McGinnis is the the Batman at the time, the future Batman. Kevin Conroy is in the movie as well. Bruce Wayne, the older original Batman. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Uh, Angie Harmon does uh, uh, Barbara Gordon as an older Commissioner Barbara Gordon. Dean Stockwell is in it as Tim Drake, a young Robin. Uh, and uh, we've got Harley Quinn and uh, Batgirl as a young character. A, a huge, amazing group of talent here. Rachel Lee Cook, uh, yeah, Michael Rosenbaum uh, is in it. Henry Rollins. I mean, there's just like just great. Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, cool stuff. Um, and again, it tells the tale of the Joker. There's a lot of violence in, in this movie, and it, it's 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 a solid movie. I, I put this one near the you know top five of my list of animated uh, DC animated films. But I want to give you a little bit of background. There's a a couple of things that you have to keep in mind if if you pick this up or watch it. Uh, there's an edited and unedited version uh, of this movie around, and it's mostly because. A lot of people will will know this uh, the Columbine High School massacre, where 12 students were killed and a teacher uh, in uh, 1999. This so this movie came out not too long after that, uh, and they re-edited it and toned down some of the violence quite a bit. Uh, many of these changes were kind of controversial. Uh, there was a, a scene, uh, spoiler alert, where the Joker is killed. Uh, so later on, in 2002, there is available an unedited version of this called the original uncut version. And so it's, you know, I, I completely sympathize. And, you know, there are tragedies and things and bad things that happen in, in the real world and that. But I also am an artist and a believer in you know books movies tv be basically being able to do what they do you know games and and so forth and 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 freedom of you know you shouldn't have to to change things based on something like that goes on in the real world maybe you should maybe not release it at the time or have a little like what, what didn't um there was some tom cruise movie uh, something that I, I can recall of recently. I, I, I'm blanking on what it was or what the name of it was, but they 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 let the release date slip because there was a thing that happened. Another, I think it was another school thing. I think it was that um, around uh, the holidays a year ago, year, a little more than a year ago. Was it that? Was it the um, that um, Jack Reacher movie, perhaps? I'm not sure. I think that's that's what's coming to mind. But anyway, there's always stuff that crap that happens in life, and and I, and I just I, sometimes it bothers me. It doesn't bother me a lot. I mean, I understand these guys can do what they do and what they want to do. Um, what I like or what I think always should, what I would prefer that they do at the time is, okay, hey, you know what? Here's your DVD or Blu-ray. You can watch the edited version if you want and show that to your kids. It's a little less intense. And then here's the real movie that we. Uh, we intended and we wanted you to see and maybe you know that's the one the 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 parents watch at night when their kids little kids are in bed but uh, i think that uh sometimes i think that the people think that there's too much like really people see something in a movie and then that influences them that much i don't know i maybe it does maybe it doesn't but a lot of things in life influence you do you just stop you just live yourself in a little box all right i'm getting too preachy and getting too weird now in this should be a fun podcast and it is a fun podcast and this is a cool movie 
this is a very intense tale. Uh, the what happens in it, I, I, I can't even really begin to tell you the plot in this story because I, 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 I'm afraid I'd spoil too much or give too much away. But I, again, I, I think this is a, is a fantastic uh, effort and, and one worthy of uh, your time if you've not seen it. So uh, it, it's, it's definitely, again, near uh, the top part of my list of these um, animated movies. So check that out when you get a chance. And uh, I will play uh, one of uh, some clip or a trailer, whatever I can find for this movie right now. Some clowns were never funny. <laughs> Some villains you never forget. He died years ago. You're sure? I was there. Some heroes will never back down. Go to work. The Joker is back, and it's no laughing matter. <laughs> He's got a new crew. On the double. A new game. A lot has changed while your old Uncle Joker's been away. New Gotham, new rules, even a new Batman. I'm ready to give this old town a wetty again. Now the world's newest Dark Knight needs answers. What can you tell me about clowns? Drop it, kid. He'll have to stand alone. You're out of your league. I know every trick the original Batman and Robin knew at their peak. To face a vengeful menace from the past, whose day is about to dawn again. Let's dance. Joker, the first feature-length Batman Beyond movie, now available exclusively on video cassette and DVD. This time, the Joker is wild. <laughs> yeah, great, uh, great movie there. Make sure to watch that one if you've never seen it. Uh, next up, let's move ahead to um, 2007 and Superman Doomsday. You know, this is the the classic comic story and the movie animated movie that they uh, did uh, that uh, really basically kills off Superman uh, where he fights Doomsday, this this monster, strong creature that uh, is basically, um, you know, out to kill Superman. Uh, let's run down with a little details on this. It came out on September 18, 2007, ran 78 minutes. Uh, this uh, movie... Uh, had a great cast again. Adam Baldwin this time is Clark Kent Superman. Uh, one comment I guess about the voice talent: uh, there are uh, animated films where they keep uh, you know the actors playing the same characters like Batman, Superman, and there's other ones where they've only played them in one movie or or a couple, and they mix it up a little bit. Uh, I always find it pretty interesting. I, I mean, I always love Kevin Conroy as Batman. I, I think he, he, he fits the, the voice so well, uh, and um, it, it's just I, I, I have a hard time with sometimes with some of the others that have done it, although there's some that have done some, a pretty good job too. Uh, Andrea Romano uh, is, is been a, a casting and voice director for, for just about all of these projects, so uh, she, she does a really good job. Uh, Anne Hesch in this movie is, is Lois Lane. James Marsters is Lex Luthor. Uh, John DiMaggio's Toy Man, uh, Susie Kurtz's Glorantha Kent, uh, 
Ray Wise is Perry White, uh, and it's just a, a great, great cast here in this, uh, you know, huge uh, movie where, uh, you know, Superman battles Doomsday, and, and there's this this huge fight and, and everything. Uh, there's there's uh, also this thing had a lot of violence in it too. It got a PG-13 rating, the first time an animated Superman project ever received such a rating uh, before. Uh, you know, there there are scenes where Doomsday's killing soldiers, and the, of course during the fight, uh, there's there's blood. Superman's coughing up blood, and it's just intense. So it, it's you know it expects to be um, you know this way and it should be this way you know but uh there's actually a soundtrack out for this movie too uh it was a uh, pretty positive uh, but not super over enthusiastic for this movie uh there's a there's a two disc a dvd version of it out there too uh it is uh it's done real well and uh, i don't know if it's out on blu-ray i'm looking at some of the details here uh, it, it, but uh, I think maybe it is. Anyway, let me play a trailer uh, for this movie, and I, while it is uh, playing, I'll look on Amazon for uh, what is available for this. There comes a time when even gods must die. This September, Superman Doomsday, the all-new original movie, only on DVD. Inspired by the best-selling graphic novel of all time, The Death of Superman. This gripping story reveals Superman in love, Superman in battle, and for the first time, Superman defeated. The Man of Steel returns stronger, darker, more dangerous than ever before. With over 70 minutes of special features. Own Superman Doomsday, the all-new original movie, only on DVD. Will you miss the fight over my dead body? Yeah, Superman Doomsday, uh, a really cool one. It is on Amazon, and you can get it on Blu-ray as well. Also notice that uh, quite a few of these, and the, Superman Doomsday is one of them. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, if you're an Amazon Prime member, which if you order a lot of things off Amazon like I do, you should be an Amazon Prime member. But a lot of these movies you can watch on Prime uh, streaming uh, via Amazon for free. Also, is I'm sure uh, a lot of them are on Netflix, too. I'm not going to pick and choose. You guys can look all that stuff up yourself. But you, you'll find lots of places to see these. And obviously, you can buy them, too. But... Um, all right, let's move on to 2009. We're going to skip ahead uh, to the Wonder Woman animated uh, film. Wonder Woman, of course, it shows up in a lot of the Justice League combo movies, uh, but this is the first time and the only time so far that she got kind of a, a solo uh, animated movie. It came out on March 3rd, 2009. It runs about 75 minutes long. Uh, this one was pretty successful. I think it's a good one, and, and uh, I enjoy the character of Wonder Woman. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with her in this Superman slash Batman slash Wonder Woman slash whoever else they throw in there. Uh, the Flash, maybe, right? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I, I'm still not really all that pleased with the live-action uh, actress Gail Gadot, or however you say her last name. Uh, she's too skinny. I'm telling you, she's too skinny. I don't care how much she beefs up. Plus, I, I, I don't think she has the acting chops. Wonder Woman is a very complex character. Uh, and, and you really need someone who can who can really act 
and and act well to to pull it off. It, it's a really tricky character. As most of these DC characters are, unlike Marvel, and I think that's the advantage and the ease, both comic book-wise and movie-wise Marvel has, that their characters are a little bit more relatable, uh, a little bit more human. Uh, you have basically, like, literally gods. I mean, there's Thor in the Marvel movies uh, in, in you know, the Marvel Universe, but, but most of the characters are, are, are pretty, you know, the X-Men... Uh, Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man, you know, Captain America is a little bit out there, but but they're really fairly relatable, I think. But anyway, getting back to this DC uh, Wonder Woman movie, uh, it kind of is a bit of an origin story, uh, and you have uh, some of the early days of, of when uh, Wonder Woman is first known, uh, and then, of course, this leads into some fighting, and like it always does in all these movies, always lots of fighting. Carrie Russell, uh, who was Felicity on TV, she plays um, uh, Wonder Woman slash uh, Princess Diana in this. Nathan Fillion, who has done a lot of voices, he's he's done uh, Hal Jordan, who I think I think he'd be a great Green Lantern in the movies, uh, but because uh, I think he can be very serious, even though he's a bit of a jokester sometimes. Uh, I think he would be, you know, like uh, he was Captain Reynolds on on Firefly. I think that kind of a character for Hal Jordan as a Green Lantern would be cool. Anyway, he's Steve Trevor in this. Alfred Molina is Ares. Rosario Dawson is Artemis. You'll notice there's a lot of the Greeks in here. Hera is Marge Helgenberger, who's on that new intelligence show. Oliver Platt, Hades, Hippolyta. I can never say her name. Anyway, (laughs) she's Virginia Madsen. Uh, that's basically the uh, the the mother of, of Wonder Woman, right? Uh, who else we got here? David McCallum is Zeus. Uh, and, uh, just just great stuff. Tara Strong, Bruce Tim. He's got he's got a little part in this. So uh, let me play the uh, trailer to the Wonder Woman animated movie for you now. Uh, on second thought, the trailer is mostly just music, so I'm going to play a clip from the Wonder Woman movie. So here you go with a clip from Wonder Woman. For now, let us only expect the best from the pilot. You tried to get me drunk. As if you could outdrink an Amazon, you pathetic lightweight. Oh, crap. Oh, yes, I knew exactly what you were trying to do, and please don't use that language around me. Evening, folks. Sorry to bother you, but we're collecting stupidity fines. And, well, bringing a date into a neighborhood this dangerous, this late, pretty frickin' stupid. Is this man robbing us, Steve? Here, there's a gift certificate to the Blue Crab in there, too. Enjoy. Give him nothing. The wallet. No, we're going to hold on to that. But there is something I want from you. An apology for contributing to my present disillusionment with men in general. Can you believe this crazy chick? I'm not gonna ask again. The wallet. Diana, he's got a gun. Someone could get hurt. Maybe I want someone to get hurt. Well, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Apology accepted. That was kind of hot. Yeah, that's uh, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a little less, uh, I think, uh, uh, a little underrated. I, I just think it's a really good job, and the voices are great. Anyway, 
Wonder Woman animated movie from 2009. Good one. Next up, uh, let's go to 2010. We're going to cover briefly, real briefly, like I am doing with all of these. And I'm not going through the whole list again. I'm just pulling out some highlights. This one, Batman Under the Red Hood. This is a very cool storyline. It is based on a death in the family in Under the Red Hood from the comics uh, that uh, that were out around, you know, prior to this. There is a two-disc special edition available, a Blu-ray and everything for this one. Anyway, uh, it uh, stars Bruce Greenwood as Bruce Wayne Batman this time. Jensen Ackles is the Red Hood. Uh, John DiMaggio is in this as the Joker. Yeah, it, it's not always Mark Hamill. Uh, he he comes and goes. He, he's definitely a good Joker. I think Mark Hamill is really the best Joker. But uh, we have Neil Patrick Harris this time in this movie. Uh, as Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. Uh, so you can tell this is a little bit more in the future. Uh, Robin's older. Now he's Night- Nightwing and so forth. And then uh, there's there's uh, Kelly Hugh as Miss Lee. Uh, who else do we have in here? The, <coughs> excuse me. Need more drink. Jim Paddock. Piddick, uh, sorry, is Alfred. Uh, and, and just, it, it's a very cool story. This involves... Uh, uh, one of the Robins, I'll say, and uh, it is, uh, it's a very emotional story, and um, it's, it's, it's just cool. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I don't want to give too much away. Ra's al Ghul figures into this, uh, and uh, he is uh, voiced by Jason Isaacs, and, well, uh, we also have Gary Cole in this as Commissioner Gordon. Uh, but uh, let me play uh, a trailer to uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. It came out in Ju- on July 27, 2010. Uh, ran for 75 minutes uh, and made about $7 million. There are box office totals on these. Of course, for most of them, just about all of them, there are home video um, profits, I guess, listed. So um, here is, uh, I think I have a good trailer uh, for this one, Batman Under the Red Hood. Yep, cool stuff there. Also available on uh, Blu-ray. Next up, let's move to a movie from 2011, animated one, All-Star Superman. This is also one of uh, the ones I really like. Uh, I I think there's mixed feelings about this style and also the movie itself, but uh, it's based on the acclaimed comic book series that I followed, uh, All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison, who, who just has a very cool and and somewhat more unique or, or different than the rest, at least art style, I think. Uh, 
But uh, anyway, this one was uh, released on February 22nd, 2011. Uh, so I guess about three years ago, 76 minutes made about four and a half million. Uh, we have James Denton, who was on uh, Desperate Housewives. He plays Superman Kal-El this time out. Christina Hendricks from uh, Mad Men is Lois Lane. Uh, and Anthony LaPaglia LaPaglia is Lex Luthor. Ed Asner, Perry White. Uh, who else? We got Linda Cardellini is in here. Uh, also, Francis Conroy is Martha Kent. I wonder if she's related to Kevin Conroy. Uh, uh, Alexis Denisoff, who um, uh, Wes son uh, from Angel, right? Uh, and John DiMaggio is in this as well. Uh, a, who else? Fiano Hughes, Kevin Michael Richardson. Uh, good cast, uh, and it's uh, it's an unusual. Uh, uh, story Superman it, it's it's very different uh, he, he finds out he's kind of dying basically and his cells are breaking down uh, but um, I don't want to again tell you too much uh, but uh, Lex Luthor figures into this one quite a bit uh, of course so does Lois and it's it's a good one so um, check out this trailer to uh, all-star Superman Superman's journal final entry I'm dying my turn. My cells are breaking down. I'm running out of time. Welcome to the new world. Lay down your weapons and you won't be hurt. We only have one chance to save the world. My last adventure is about to begin. You know what happens when you take on Lex Luthor? If I die, you die first! Did you ever think that it would end like this? Alright, uh, we're gonna start to... Getting towards the end, but we got some biggies to cover, especially this next one uh, that I want to spend a few minutes on. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns animated uh, films. This came out in two parts. So like I said earlier when I was going down the list, the first part came out on September 25th, 2012. And the second part came out only about uh, four months later on January 29th, about a year ago on 2013. Uh, each part ran like 76 minutes. Uh, there's a deluxe edition that combines these now uh, that runs 148 minutes. And uh, basically this is a story set uh, in, in the future where Batman is older and he is retired from playing and being Batman. And it is, of course, based on the 1986 comic book The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Uh, this was directed by J. Olivia or, or Oliva. I say that guy's name. A-R-O-L-I-V-A. Uh, he, he did other work, too, on other animated features as well. I think they did a fantastic job with this. I, I think it's really, really solid to do a very complicated story. Uh, there's a lot of, of dialogue and, and background information and things in the comic. It, it, it's tricky to, um, to translate to... Uh, 
in an animated feature to a degree. Let's go down some of the voice talent. Again, this time they, they, they really brought in a lot of new voices, and I was pretty happy with it. I know some people weren't super happy that I'd, I'd talked to and heard, but I was okay with it. Peter Weller, uh, who played, of course, Robocop. He was in the, the last Star Trek uh, movie as Admiral Marcus. Uh, he plays Bruce Wayne, Batman. You know, I think they need somebody with an older kind of voice, uh, kind of a rundown, a bit of a character to a degree. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, Ariel Winter, who is on uh, Modern Family. She plays Carrie Kelly, who's a female Robin in this movie. David Selby is uh, Commissioner Gordon. Wade Williams, Harvey Dent. Uh, Paige Brewster is Lana Lang. Uh, Michael Emerson uh, from Lost and from Person of Interest, he is the Joker. And I think he does a great job as the Joker. Uh, we've got Alfred as Michael Jackson, not the Michael Jackson that we know. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, of course, uh, we have Superman. Uh, Mark Valley plays Superman. Uh, we have uh, Green Arrow is in this. Oliver Queen, Robin Atkin Downs plays him. Uh, we also have a Catwoman character. Tress McNeil plays Selena Kyle. Uh, Conan O'Brien has a voice in this too. Uh, Bruce Tim is is Thomas Wayne. Uh, so anyway, it, it's this is a classic comic story. If you're if you're an all a comic book fan, that you owe, your, owe it to yourself to both read the comic, pick up the uh, you know trade edition of this. It's been around forever. It needs to be on your shelf if you if you want to uh, you know and, and and I think even even a non comic fan should take a look you know if you're a geek and you like this kind of stuff check it out it, it's a great introduction to comics it's not I would say a typical comic it, it it's pretty involved pretty uh, wordy in in some ways but uh, but the movie they did a really good job I I was I was so happy they did this finally and uh, it makes me talking about it makes me want to sit down and watch it again. Uh, but um, and like I said earlier, there's uh, a two disc or a three disc Blu-ray set out uh, for this. And let's play a. Uh, I'm gonna play a couple of trailers. I think I'll just play them back to back. This is, first one will be for the part one part, uh, and hey, the second one will be guess what do you think it's gonna be for? Yes, part two. Okay, so here we go. Tonight marks the tenth anniversary of the last sighting of the Batman. All units, robbery in progress. Gotham City Trust. They call us a gang. <laughs> Only when they die by our hands will they know Gotham City belongs to the mutants. What the hell is that? Batman, come out here and face me like a man. Carrie Kelly. Robin. She's smart. Brave. She's perfect. These are scary times, Bruce. It's just random violence. The war goes on. I will tear him limb from limb! He's in his prime. He'll kill you. City. I'm not finished yet. Ah! He just crippled that man! He's young. He'll walk again. 
right? We are the law. I am the law. You act like a criminal. We are criminals. We always have been. Look, one of these days, someone with authority is going to tell me to come stop you. And when that happens... I hereby issue a warrant for the Batman's arrest. When that happens, may the best man win. He's a murderer now. Jim, if you've talked to him, you have to let me know. He and I don't talk anymore. You have gotten old. <laughs> I made you lose control. <laughs> All the people I've murdered. It ends tonight. Is he dead? Yeah, just uh, fantastic. Uh, can't say enough good about it. Uh, you know, the uh, Batman and Superman battling in that second part. <laughs> it's just great. I, I, I'm wondering really how, if they're going to have some of those elements at all in in this superman batman movie that they're going to do i i don't know we'll see what happens with that or if they're going to be more buddy buddies or if they're going to fight it out who knows all right i think i'm just going to play one more for you um i've gone through the list pretty much uh, and pull out some of the highlights i wanted to cover a green lantern one but uh uh, check out First Flight of Green Lantern. That's a good one. They're they're all worth watching. I, I don't think really there's a clunker in the bunch, in my opinion. There are some better than others. I try to pull out most of the ones I played clips for are, are must-watches, if you ask me. Um, but um, the last one I'm going to cover and, and, and play a clip for, uh, the one I saw last night, uh, well, let me, let me do this one first, then we'll talk about uh, Justice League War, which is what I watched last night. Uh, but this one, Justice League, the F Flashpoint Paradox, is based on a Flash story. I've never been a follower of the Flash comics. I, I've read Batman for a very long time steadily. I've read Superman off and on, but never really the Flash. Uh, but uh, this is a cool story. You know, the Flash is, is a very interesting character. It's kind of a time travel story to a degree. And uh, it's, again, based on a, a, the Flashpoint storyline by Jeff Johns and Andy Kubert. And here is uh, a trailer for this one. Oh, I guess I could give you a little bit more on the background of it before we get into the trailer like I have been. This is not that long ago that it came out. This one came out actually last summer in July, July 30th, 2013. It's 81 minutes. Uh, we've got uh, Justin Chambers is Barry Allen, The Flash, Kevin McKidd is Thomas Wayne Batman. Uh, that's interesting, right? I said not Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne. Huh. C. Thomas Howell is uh, Professor Zoom. Uh, Nathan Fillion is Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Again, Ron Perlman is Deathstroke, Slade Wilson. Uh, Kevin Conroy is Bruce Wayne, Batman. Uh, Dana Delaney, Lois Lane. Carrie Ewells as Aquaman. We have Vanessa Marshall as Wonder Woman. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Justice Leaguers in this one. Uh, we've got uh, just a lot of uh, a cool cast, uh, and uh, it's a good one. I like it. Uh, I think this one also divided fans a little bit. I know some liked it, some didn't. I enjoyed it. And here is uh, a trailer for a Flashpoint Paradox. 
it's actually the full title i think is called justice league the flashpoint paradox because the justice league is heavily involved in this not just the flash world war three maybe i could have stopped it if i just ran a little faster faster the speed force allows the reverse flash to travel through time We have to find out what he changed and change it back before they kill everyone on the planet. In my world, I'm a hero. You mean like Batman? No matter how fast you run, you can't save everyone. We're running out of time. War's over. Everybody lost. No! be amazed the monsters this world can create yeah so there you have the flashpoint paradox uh, it's it's really good uh, you know i saw that one not that long ago back uh, so it's pretty fresh in my mind i also watched this new one brand new uh, justice league war uh, which is um, the justice league basically kind of coming together to fight dark side a very cool, uh, really great job. Different voices in this one, uh, but that one, watch for that. And like I was saying earlier, we have a couple more coming this year. Uh, Son of Batman and Batman Assault on Arkham. So just great, great stuff. We'll come back and talk a little bit more, but I want to play a clip here. I got a clip from Will Eagle uh, on the forum. Will is, I, I know, a big, big comic book fan. Uh, Chris Clemente on the forum is, is, is big on this stuff, but uh, Will sent in a clip. And there's a little bit of, uh, I think he plays a little bit of one of the movies at the beginning of the clip, and then he comes in with some comments. So uh, listen to Will's clip, and I'll come back and wrap up today's podcast afterwards. That joke. You can't murder people and call yourselves heroes. Why not? Your government does it all the time. Look, soups. when we take down the bodies, they stay down. Isn't that better for everyone? We are not above the law. We have to show the world that there's a better way. The people can be better. But that's the problem. They can't. The world's overflowing with sick puppies. Original sin in 36 flavors. I'm not an idiot. I know there are bad men in power. It's not a perfect world. But we can't just throw morality in the garbage. You don't have a clue what it means to live in fear, do you? To wonder why no one can stop the bogeymen who knock down skyscrapers or blow up schools. Well, we do. Human beings do. We understand fear all too well. So now we're wiping the earth free of scum, and they love us for it. It can't be this way. You know that. I can't allow it. You're welcome for the rescue, buddy. Black. Hello everybody, this is Will, and that was a scene from one of my favorite DC animated movies called Superman vs. the Elite. I really like the part when he says, we are not above the law. I just think that's a really good part, and it's pure Superman, the way he talks about that and about morality. But that's just a really good part, one of my favorite parts of that movie. Um, it's definitely one of my favorites. A couple more of my favorites are uh, Justice League. Crisis on Two Earths, and Justice League Doom. Um, I thought both of those were really well done. And even on the Crisis on Two Earths, um, I really enjoyed the music, 
and I was able to download a uh, song um, from iTunes on that movie. But the DC animated movies are so well done with the voice acting that they use, uh, with the animation, it's always really well, always top notch. And the stories, I think, are always very good. Um, I mean, I've liked almost every one of them that I've seen. I have purchased a lot of them. Um, there's a couple of them I didn't care for as much. But the uh, DC animated movies, they just keep coming out with more and more. Uh, they got a couple of new ones coming out soon. Uh, there's a, a Batman with his uh, about his son coming out. Don't recall the name of that one. And they got that Justice League War coming out, I think, just in a few weeks. And that one looks really interesting, and I'm kind of curious to see where that goes because I've noticed they all are wearing uh, different types of uh, costumes. So I'm kind of wanting to know what that's all about because I haven't read much about it yet. But I have seen a couple of the previews. But I'm just looking forward to hearing what Rico has to say about the DC animated movies. It's a great topic, a lot of fun stuff to hear. So I'm really looking forward to it. Everybody stay safe out there. Have a good day. Bye. Well, thank you, Will. Thanks for your... I know you wanted to send in a, uh, a clip for this show, and I know you're a big fan of this stuff, so I appreciate that. Thanks for taking the time to send that in. All right. Uh, yeah, so it, it's 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 so hard when you have a big subject like this to, to cover it uh, in, in depth. There's no real way to do it in depth, but... Uh, all I wanted to really mainly say, I think the take-home, as they say, the take-home message from Rico today on Treks and Sci-Fi is, while DC hasn't had as, as big a hits and, and success at the film box office as Marvel has had, although, uh, you know, the Batman films have done pretty well, and the last Superman, Man of Steel, I think, did pretty well uh, overall, although it certainly divided comic book fans even. There are a lot of people who really did not like that that movie very much. But uh, but these DC animated films and Marvel's got some too. Don't don't uh, overlook those. There's some good ones there. Maybe I'll do a podcast in the future covering the, some of those. Uh, but the DC ones are, are just great. And you know, the, it really started with the Batman animated series and the Justice League series and the Superman animated show, uh, and and then it's just translated to making these. You know, you get two or three cool little movies. Sit down. I sat down with uh, a bag of popcorn last night. Watched that Justice League War. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, it's on a direct of, uh, streaming a, a vid- video right now. It, it's uh, it's just great to to get one of these every you know three or four months or something like that. And I hope they keep doing them, even if they have successful you know they get live action stuff really cooking. I'd love to see these continue. So, uh, and I've been hearing talk or rumors about maybe some kind of other new Justice League type TV animated show. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. All right, upcoming on the podcast uh, in the next uh, few weeks. Next weekend, uh, the first of uh, or the second of February, will be out. You're gonna have a book review um, with uh, I think it's uh, with Chris, Jen, and Joe, and they're gonna review the uh, Kenobi Star Wars novel for all of you. So that'll be next week. I feel like I'm really kind of losing my voice this morning. It's so crazy dry out too. I think our house. I got to get a humidifier. It's like 12% humidity in here. All right, uh, on the 9th, which will be in a couple of weeks, I'm going to cover the Voyager episode, Infinite Regress. And on the 16th of February, by popular demand, or maybe not so popular, I don't know, popular demand with us at least, uh, myself and Chris are going to get together and cover the second Conan film with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, 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 yeah. We not be girly, man. I don't know. I can't do that voice this morning. Too too rough on me. 
But on the 16th, we're going to cover Conan the Destroyer. And I think our plan right now is to just basically play the movie and and, and do kind of a running commentary during it. So uh, that is the plan for the 16th. I have a trip to China for work towards the end of February into early March. So after the 16th of February, I'm not really sure how I'm going to handle the, the podcast. I'll probably be able to get one in the next weekend because I leave on like the 22nd of February. Uh, but there may be uh, a rare and, and maybe for the first time ever uh, a missed week <laughs> in Treks and Sci-Fi history where there will be no podcast of any kind, no guest show, no nothing, uh, which will be like the last one of what that, uh, whatever that is, the uh, 20, it'll be the 1st of March, I think, maybe. There might not be one, but uh, I think you guys will survive. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, hey, go Get uh, on your streaming device or whatever and sit down and watch a DC animated movie uh, tonight or today or whenever whenever you can. There's a lot of great stuff there, a whole bunch of them, about 20 of them out there, give or take, and all, all really worth watching in my opinion. The cool thing about them, one last comment, is they're not that long. You know, they're only usually about 75, 80 minutes long, so it's not like watching a two- or a three-hour movie. You, you can easily watch one in an, in an evening, even if you're an early-to-bed person, so... Okay, everyone, hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, that's about it. Take care, everybody. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Superman rocks! Hey, the big guy's heart's in the right place, but give me a break. I'm the fastest man alive. I always thought it was merely a legend. I assure you, it's as real as the ground on which we stand. I am Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Pinch me, I must be dreaming. Ow! What's this all about? Over the past few months, I've detected several security breaches in our global deep space monitoring network. There's more to this than meets the eye. I'd like to stay and look into it, but I'm expected back in Metropolis. telepathically summoned. Look, I'm usually pretty quick on the uptake, but would someone please tell me what the heck is going on here? Most impressive. But what's it got to do with us? I once thought I could protect the world by myself. But I was wrong. Working together, we saved the planet. And I believe that if we stayed together as a team, we would be a force that could truly work for the ideals of peace and justice. What? Like a bunch of super friends? More like a justice league. Do you have any idea how corny that sounds? This has been a Rick Dosti podcast production.